0: Welcome to Civil Discourse. This podcast will use government documents to illuminate the workings of the American government and offer context around the effects of government agencies in your everyday life. And now your hosts, Nia Rogers,
1: public affairs librarian, and Dr. John Augenbaugh, political science professor. Thank you for joining us. We're in part two of what I think will probably be three parts of discussing um, the nomination process for becoming a a department secretary. Uh, The document that we're looking at is the nomination of Michael Azar, excuse me, Alex Azar II to be the Secretary of Health and Human Services before the Committee on Finance. Uh, The link for that will be on our research guide. We are not going to talk about Mr. Azar or his specific qualities to this job. Um, that's not what our purpose here. Our purpose here is to discuss this document, what's going into it, and what the, the process is for now that we've got a nominee, um, now that we've got one of our unicorns, see our last episode if you don't know what I mean, um, then what do we do from here? So... And so Augie is going to answer some questions for me because he's patient and kind. And that's what he <laughs> always does. That's why he's my favorite. Um, the The document starts with two opening statements made by two senators. And it looks to me like it's the chair and the co-chair of that committee. Is that Always the case? Is that usually the case? Uh, I mean, or just, does, it, does it just depend on it, it?
0: It depends. Two
1: people who say, I like this guy. Yeah. I mean, or I don't like this guy. Are the statements always positive?
0: The opening statements? Mm-hmm. Typically, yes. Okay. Okay. So they're so, in support of the candidate. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it really comes down to uh, what the committee chair and the ranking minority uh, senator on the committee decide uh, how they want to go about doing it. What you typically see are two senators, and best case scenario, you get one Republican, one Democrat, one Democrat, one Republican who say, I really like this nominee, and I'm going to go ahead and offer some uh, opening remarks uh, to highlight why I, as a senator, like this nominee. Okay?
1: Are opening remarks delivered verbally, or are they delivered in print, or are they delivered both ways? They're
0: delivered both ways. So. Um, so
1: what we're seeing here is a transcript. It is. And so some of it was live, right? Some of it was testimony, mm-hmm. but some of it is just put in for the record. as, I don't want to talk in Congress, <laughs> but I want to. Yes. I want to be heard. Yeah, I want. To I want. To, be... I don't want to talk, but I want to be heard.
0: Yeah, and more than likely, by the way, if if, if the opening statements are made by senators. They were probably written by a senator, a senator staffer. Oh, okay. I mean, it's very infrequent that a senator is actually going to go ahead and do the research and write it up. Now, I mean, the senator will have final approval, but let's face it—you know—they're busy people. But they're they're very busy people. So you have the opening statements. And, you know, it's kind of sort of like you know, here's Johnny. You know, here's Nia. <laughs> Nia is our, you know, the, our nominee. Nia spiffy. Yeah, we is, like her. Is our nominee. Um, I wish they would say spiffy. Uh, okay. I don't ever recall seeing that in <laughs> opening statements. But wouldn't that be awesome if Senators,
1: like, Nia Spiffy, okay, we're done talking about it now. <laughs> oh. um, that would be incredibly short. They're never that short. I looked at these, and they were several pages sure. in the document because they're, I guess what they're trying to do is lay out sort of convincing groundwork yeah. before this person starts talking.
0: Yes. I mean, they're— the, the, it's kind of sort of like an, uh, an introduction of a keynote speaker at ah, a conference. You would
1: never say something bad about the yeah. And He beats his wife or whatever. I mean, you would never. Yeah, yeah. you would yeah. never say that.
0: Yeah, uh, notwithstanding, you know this nominee's uh, propensity to, um, you know, use cocaine. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Other than her cocaine <laughs> use, me is great. great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. So yeah, you yeah, would yeah. not say yeah, those yeah, kinds I mean, of. It, things. it is these opening statements are very much like the cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then that's typically when the chairperson of the committee um, will then turn over uh, uh, the hearing to the nominee to give an opening statement.
1: Yes, I saw that. That's the next thing you dashed clever man you for looking (laughs) ahead. Um, I noticed that he so... Does he read that statement? Is it smart for the nominee to read the statement as it's, he's written it? Because yeah, he's it's, probably vetted the crap out of it before. Oh, it's perfectly
0: acceptable to he, read it. Okay. It's perfectly acceptable. You're not,
1: expe- you're not expected to perform in the no, sense of no, being an actor. No. Uh, and don't in fact, don't have to learn the lines. And,
0: and in fact, uh, most nominees um, will uh, write up their uh, opening statement. And submit it to the committee days in advance.
1: Oh, okay. So this is not a <laughs> mysterious process. Like, oh no, it's it's so, extremely okay. well scripted. <laughs> so I have a I have a couple of questions about like so a specific committee always hears for a specific nominee, right? That's and correct. it usually has to do with oversight. Like they're going to be the oversight committee or the main oversight committee of this person. That's right. It's always the Senate because isn't there something in the Constitution (laughs) somewhere, mumbly, mumbly, advise and consent? Yes. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's better written than that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Madison. Sorry. Um, I didn't mean to be insulting there. But isn't there a section there that says something about that?
0: It's in the Constitution. Um, The the president gets to nominate uh, executive branch positions, uh, judicial branch positions. uh, But it's a shared power uh, and it's shared with the United States Senate. Um, This is what most of us get taught, you know, at a very early age, checks and balances. Um, This is accountability um, because, again, if you think about um, how in the private sector, uh, the CEO of a corporation gets to choose the important unit heads of the corporation. And, and then you get judged on performance. In our Constitution, the president doesn't have that authority alone. It's shared with the Congress.
1: It's shared with the Senate. Yeah, with the Senate. The, it, so the it, House gets no, 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 no say. The, with, yeah. We don't care what the House thinks. No,
0: no. The, the, only, time, mean, the only time we care about what the House uh, thinks is... Is with the budget process, <laughs> but in reg- now will will members of the House um, express uh, their opinion on nominees to the Senate, in particular the uh, designated Senate committee. Sure, okay. um, and sometimes you even see members of the House who will testify.
1: Oh on behalf of a
0: or against Oh, mm. oh yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: that's that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. That's, you, that's you, the you, all bad channel. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That you know that's the ultimate sign of I'm really against this nominee. If I ask the Senate committee that is holding the confirmation hearing, can I speak against the president's nominee?
1: Can that committee deny you? Sure. Okay.
0: And in fact— But
1: then you go immediately the, outside the, and hold a press conference scumford. and say, they won't let me say the following. Yes. Harmer, 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 uh, yeah. harmer, harmer. And, and then you, you say know, all the things you were going to say anyway.
0: you know, social media, you just go ahead and, you know— <laughs> You post it somewhere. <laughs> you post it somewhere. Okay. okay. Put it on the
1: candidate's <laughs> wall. Oh, <Well>, yeah, right. Sorry. That's just—that would be mean and rude. Not to say they wouldn't do it, but that would be mean and rude. Of course not. They would never be mean and rude. Yeah,
0: because, you know, members of the political branches are never juvenile.
1: Yeah. So, OK, so the the statement by the nominee is, do they write that? Do they have okay. a lawyer write that? Oh, Does, it's like oh, they're it's, it, it's, I mean, you know, it, it, it's do a, they put that through Grammarly. Do it, they it, how it, do they?
0: <laughs> it, it, it's a product of many hands. OK. Uh, many nominees. Again, these are you know experts. These are important people. They've had positions of authority either in the public or private sector. They'll write a draft. Okay. But then the White House will say.
1: Give, give me that. Give me that draft. For here. Get, yeah. And then they'll so, get out their red pen and start making. So the
0: White House okay. staff, the, you know, if you will, the political operation of the executive branch.
1: So we'll, this is not the president. Oh, no, no, this no. Is, this no. is staffers in the. in. Yeah. I mean,
0: this is the chief of staff or, or, more, or more than likely the deputy chief of staff. OK, we'll go through it politically. Then it will be vetted by the uh, uh, Office of Legal Counsel. OK, I was going to ask there's, you, where when do the lawyers come yeah, yeah. in? Yeah. And then um, you may even have a uh, legal counsel for the department that the person is nominated to be in charge of might take a look at it. Wow. OK, yes.
1: so, so from the you time might, you that might, your, that you your might, you, nomination comes up yes. to the time you sit down in front of this Senate committee, yes. Is going to be oh typically months weeks we- weeks months okay. okay,
0: Um you know think about for instance right now the nominee to be the U.S. Attorney General the head of the Justice Who passed
1: Lund- yesterday by yes. the way yes um, if you don't know when this podcast <laughs> is made now you do <laughs> okay Um uh, William Barr. along party lines yes I think, along party lines fifty four to forty three or something. okay
0: Barr was nominated months ago
1: <laughs> oh okay. okay.
0: Um, he testified uh, a couple times.
1: <laughs> oh, so they can bring him back. Sure. This isn't just a one-time necessary process. Well, f- what we're looking at I mean, may it, be maybe a one-time. One time. I mean, but, for, for but most, it, it's one time. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, But know, if it's particularly controversial, controversial or if it's particularly difficult yeah, or something else comes up in the meantime, time. yeah, I mean, in, in they the can case, ask you back to...
0: In the case of the D- Justice Department, <laughs> <laughs> why Barr was brought back is You know, a little known special counsel investigation, and Uh, you know, you know, what would he do as uh, attorney general with the final report, um, et cetera, et cetera. Oh,
1: and we're by the way totally going to do a podcast on commissions and commission reports reports at some point because we want to talk about what that process is like, what goes into that.
0: But I mean, uh, for most of them, it's a it's a, a one shot. Okay, it's held over two, possibly three days. Um and um, but
1: but it's an interview, basically. It
0: is, it is an interview, so, so when it's like it, a job
1: interview only at the extreme, extreme yes. level of yeah. Yeah. job Mo- interview. Yeah, most
0: of us would be like, "Why haven't we heard yet?" Uh, well, because the Senate committee um, hasn't yet had the hearing, and by the way, they haven't scheduled it for another three weeks. You enjoy your time off. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy waiting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: You put in an application and then you hear nothing <laughs> and, and, and you're like, from the job and you start to sweat. Do yeah, they even get my application? Do yeah. they know I'm out here? Okay. Uh, so, wow, this is even more excruciating for these people.
0: Sure. Um, and it's entirely up to the committee, usually the committee chair. Now, you know, if the committee chair has got a good relationship with the ranking minority uh, leader of the committee, you know, they'll work together on uh, setting uh, the date uh, for the hearing, who will get to testify, etc. Oh, uh, but, so, you know.
1: But if they know. don't, great googly mooglies, then you have, oh, they're, then, they're, then this poor person is just going to get <laughs> chewed up like chum in this <laughs> just, in this oh my process. God, yes, right. Okay, so it's really, really helpful if the two, if the committee chair and co-chair We'll work together. Yeah,
0: I mean, and it's hard you on hard, this sort of thing. And it's hard, you hardly ever see a co-chair. Uh, uh, you only see uh, uh, co-chairs um, when the uh, uh, the Senate is split evenly between Republicans and Democrats. Um, what you have is a committee chair, and the majority party gets to decide who the committee chairs are. Committee chairs are typically the most tenured member on that committee. And when I say tenured, you know, length of service in the Senate, you know. Not, you know, oldest. not oldest. Not the oldest. I yeah. mean, yeah. we yeah. love
1: Strom Thurmond, but, but he wasn't necessarily yeah. okay. the senior on a particular okay. committee. Then you, Although by the time he served, he probably was. was. Yeah. But
0: yeah, but then you have the ranking minority member. The ranking minority member is uh, uh, the, the person in the minority party on the committee that has the most tenure. Okay.
1: Does uh, that switch when the
0: w- when uh, when the, uh, the power uh, dynamic uh, the switches? switches,
1: like in the House? Did that just switch during the uh, during the new Congress? Sure. Yes. People who were yes. the chair mm-hmm. now the minority.
0: Yeah, they become the minority leader of, of, of the, the they, ranking minority member okay. of the committee. Um, and in oh. regards to uh, so it
1: hurts you. In a lot of ways, when you lose an election, not just.
0: And and, and I explain this to my students with some regularity. You know, why we pay attention to um, elections in other states and in other districts is um, the majority party gets to determine who will be the chairs of committees and which is an incredibly powerful thing to do it, it, yeah okay. because the chairs get to dictate so much of what committees do
1: is there a is could a chair put off this sure. nomination uh-huh. so they could drag their feet and oh, just yeah, say oh yeah, they could drag their feet We'll yes. get to you next year. It'll yeah. all be good. Yeah. I mean, it, they could drag it out so long that the nominee says, "I can't wait anymore." Like, yes. I have to have a job. I have to have income. I have to have, or whatever it is that they need. To yeah, do. I can't. I can't uh, put is my life. This uh, right? right? I can't
0: put my life on hold. Okay. Nia, okay. you see. So you
1: could you could really do some harm there yeah. if you were trying to stop a president's agenda in the Senate. Sure. If you were the opposite party, you could just slow the nominations down. Yes. To an excruciating level.
0: And where you see this the most, not so much with cabinet secretary nominations, but you see this with federal court judge nominations, um, where if the Senate is controlled by the party in opposition to the president, the different party, they will drag their feet in regards to holding hearings. Because the way the Senate works is until the committee takes a vote— and hopefully, you know, a positive vote, okay, until they take a vote, a nominee never gets voted on by the entirety of the Senate. So everything in regards to the Senate starts with the committee hearing. So if the committee chair drags their feet in scheduling a hearing or says we need to have follow-up hearings, um, you know, a nominee could go ahead and say, okay, I've been waiting around for months, um, and I still might be uh, 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 voted um, in the affirmative in the committee and I might get a vote then on the Senate floor. But I'm tired of waiting or I can't put my family through this um, or, you know, I've I'm on sabbatical from my current job. And, you know, and my the decision has, has to, to be made. made OK. And, and, and again, you see this more with federal court uh, judge nominations where some of them have been waiting for uh, I kid you not years for a hearing. For years.
1: Can I just say that would make me angry? If I was that person, yes. it would make me angry because I would clearly be a pawn. Yes, you're you at, at that, that point, point. It's, point, you're it's a not about me. It's a, It's pl- about
0: it's it's about politics. It's about stymieing the in, process. process. And and it and, and and again, so the, that
1: do, do justices go through the same process that we're talking about here? Sure. Do they have statements and, yes. and there's testifying? Yes. And, yes. and so, OK, so that happens with all nominees that come before the Senate. Sen- that's right. Any, okay. no,
0: any any nominee from the president for an, uh, a cabinet secretary position, a federal judgeship goes in front of a committee in the Senate and the Senate as a full body never acts until the committee has taken a vote.
1: But they can't kill a nomination.
0: No, they can only report out, okay, we the, voted against them. Okay, so they hey. can
1: say, we think this is a terrible idea, but y'all go ahead and give your opinion. Okay. But once you've kind of failed in the committee, committee. you failed. <laughs> yes. So I assume that rather than doing that to you publicly, which is kind of humiliating and sort of horrible, that they would... Go to the president and say, you This to, is not going to work. Yeah, you pull. should pull this nomination. Yes. And, and sometimes. Because this is, this and, and is some, the all bad channel.
0: Yeah. And, and sometimes presidents get stubborn.
1: Oh, do it anyway. Right. Let's have right. a full Senate vote. I'm right. going to make phone calls. I'm going to yeah, yeah, I'm going try to work the process to see to, if I I'm, can. I'm going to
0: twist arms or I'm going to use this failed nominee to show the people. How the Senate is not uh, doing the people's work. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a two-edged it's, sword. It's a two-edged You have
1: to really decide you mm, really hate this person or you really think this person would do damage it's, it's right. or bad things. It's not necessarily that it's personal. It's not necessarily that you oh. don't like them individually. You may but, not know them individually. No, it and may, may be things. that they answered a question and you go, whoa, Nellie, that's not <laughs> something we're interested in hearing I mean, so much from a this, nominee. Like, yes. I think that I'd like to cut the... Administration, Or in my case, when I was going to think about being the head of the Department of Defense, I know it was a failure from the start. But anyway, if I decided to do that and I went in for my, for my nomination process and I said, yeah, I've decided to cut the workforce in half. They would probably say, huh, we'd like a coffee break, please. And then they would all go back to their offices and they would all call the president at the same time, which would be great for the switchboard at the White House, and say, are you kidding? This person has to go. I mean, they've just said something yes. basically career ending. Yes. In yes. This one, which and it's, is, it's, I assume, it, it, why it, it, you have the lawyer sitting next to you yeah, cause at the, the lawyers, table, right? Yeah, so the they daughter, can reach over mm-hmm, gently and worries. pat your hand and go, No. And say, don't, well, don't some say cases,
0: that. In some cases, they don't even, you know, pat your hand gently. They might just go ahead and like...
1: Do they object to you saying that? No, they'll just They can't get, do that. It's not no, a court. They'll, they'll, it's not a court.
0: You know, they'll, they'll grab your collar and, you know, start whispering <laughs> in your ear or they'll like, you know, you know, uh, physically grab your forearm <laughs> and squeeze, ah. right? So in most cases, it's it's not personal, right? And, and, and for any nominee... That's that's one of the things that is um, so difficult about this process. I mean, sure, it's about you and your qualifications, et cetera. But there is a larger political context here Um, uh, that, you know, the Senate might be trying to send a message to a president uh, by how difficult they make the process, even if the committee votes to recommend a positive vote on the Senate floor. They still might try to send political messages, and and one of the ways they send political messages, if you take a look at the uh, the rest of the transcript of this uh, of this document that um, is in the resource guide, they'll have interest groups who. Uh, I that, was going to ask you about uh, that. that. So
1: that's the last part of the document. Is yes. these statements put in by interest groups, and some of them are glowing and sort of wonderful and some of them are like over our dead bodies, bodies. we're yeah, not yeah. gonna do this and then some of them ask questions like they want they want senators to bring this up. up that's right it, during the, the testimony because they're not allowed i guess I, okay so the only people who are allowed to ask the person questions are people on the committee right like that's you right. can't yeah. you can't stand in the gallery and yell ask him about this no, right because no, that's no, not gonna no, no no that's not gonna happen was, but but so those people can submit Yes. Rather pointed questions sometimes. Yeah. And, but and, so those are interest groups. So what is that about? Are they specifically people who are affected by that nominees, um, what they would be doing as secretary or what they would be doing as a yeah, justice? The, 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 the,
0: the, these are interest groups that um, are impacted by the department that the nominee might lead. OK. So they're like, OK. Um, you know, we would like the uh, senators to explore the nominees' previous statements about this particular program in the department um, because they are, you know, they are concerned about what that nominee might do with that program. Uh, okay, if they so yeah.
1: Nia published at some point a letter about. How the Department of Defense was too large, and she could see it as <laughs> yeah. you know, blah blah overgrowth, and they needs they knew we need to cut that in half. We'd like you to ask her about that because yeah. we're alarmed by that. Yeah. So I assume with justices, sometimes it's it's um, interest groups asking about previous. Um, um, uh, adjudications they've made yeah, in, in a particular area. or speeches they've okay. given
0: or law review articles.
1: And speeches, if you're a justice, if you're applying to be a federal judge, <laughs> oh, a speech counts as your oh, sure. public persona, right? Sure. It's not that those two things are separate, even though theoretically they should be separate.
0: Yeah, so it should
1: be that you could have an opinion and still or, be know, a judge in a case yeah, I and mean, be able to be...
0: We as academics... Really struggle with New this, uh, and, and the reason why we struggle with this is, you know, if you're in uh, uh, at a college or a university, um, you want people to go ahead and explore different ideas. You know, right. try out. You know, you know, uh, what does what, what what would this theory mean, or you know, uh, does this fit you know my, you know, epistemology or my paradigm. You know, for nominees for cabinet secretary positions, you know, if you're just thinking out loud and you think out loud in a speech or an op-ed that you wrote, <laughs> OK, or something you said. The to upside him, of communism. Right. right? Like and then right, right. you want
1: to be the secretary of commerce. <laughs> yeah. There me- might be. Yeah. You the know, secretary of Treasury. They might your, say, Yeah. Hmm. Me-
0: members of the Senate are going to be like.
1: What do you mean by wait, that? Well, yeah.
0: Right. You know, the, the example I, I like to use in my policy class is. If you've been nominated to be the commissioner of the Social Security Administration, and at some point in time you went ahead and said, well, the easiest way to go ahead and solve what will more than likely be a huge uh, problem for the uh, Social Security Trust Fund, we have too many elderly, okay, and not enough people paying into the system, is that um, we engage in a, you know, a broad-based euthanasia program. <laughs> Soylent green. Okay. 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 Uh, and you know, you're just thinking out loud, right? Right. Okay, you're just like, you know, hey, we got a demographics problem here. Here Here's one solution, solution, right? Okay, you're going to get asked about that. The
1: AARP (laughs) is going to come for you.
0: Yes, the AARP, okay, will ask for time at your confirmation (laughs) hearing. More more than likely, they will have uh, submitted a question sheet for like every member on the Senate committee um, and we'll make it very clear to each member of that committee how many elderly live in their states.
1: Right, in their districts okay. that vote, because yes. we know that older the folks tend to vote. vote more than younger I mean, folks. There's, okay. there's some real...
0: So, you know, again, this is part so of a... that's citizenry power for, coming yes, into this part. part that's right. And, 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 and yes, we can be critical of interest groups for a lot of different reasons. But remember, interest groups represent their members. And many of us are members of interest groups. And senators know that interest groups can mobilize people to vote, to donate money for campaigns, all things that are important to senators. Um, So they're going to pay attention to what these interest groups are going to have to say. So this is a job interview. And and unlike, you know, in other job interviews where, you know, two or three people that customers may never, you know, (laughs) interact with. We interact with those who are, who are making the decision, members of Congress, right? And members of Congress are going to want to pay attention to those um, that contribute to the electoral process. So in this job interview, okay, it's important for you as a citizen to pay attention, okay, if this is a, a nominee for a department that is important to you or family members or friends, it's important for you to go ahead and take a look at okay, what have they said? What are interest groups that I'm a member of or I'm partial to? What are they saying about this candidate? Or not this candidate, this nominee. So, you know, if you think about it as a job interview, albeit one that's a very unique <laughs> very unique a unique, okay, something can't be very unique, right? A, a unique. I can be. I'm very unique. Yeah. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> so am I, because I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, um, it's a job interview. It's a different kind of job interview. But in part, people we, who we have chosen, either as president or as members of the Senate, are doing our bidding, they're making the decision. And if enough of us are like, man, this nominee's, you know, comments about what economic system we should have, but he's going to be the, you know, you know, next secretary of commerce. Whoa. OK. <laughs> or, you know, the, you know, the, the next secretary, you know, commissioner of uh, the uh, Social Security Administration is talking about getting rid of a whole bunch of old people. Um, yeah. Or, you know, uh, a nominee for the Department of Education is, is thinking about uh, um, outsourcing uh, federally subsidized loans. Hey, (laughs) doesn't my kid get a federally subsidized loan?
1: We should talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Okay. We should ask these questions. You've been listening to Civil Discourse, brought to you by VCU Libraries.